0: I tell you, little buddy, this whole island is bewitched.
1: Welcome to this bonus episode of Sound Opinions. I am Greg Cott. My co-host is Jim DeRoganis. And uh, if you want to be the first to hear our bonus podcast, become a Sound Opinions member on Patreon. We've got so much music we want to get to. It's so great to have these bonus podcasts because we get to talk about more of it and go a little deeper on some stuff that we really, really love. Jim, give us a hint of what you're going to take to the Desert Island Jukebox this week.
0: Greg, I'm going to play a track by a band we've never uh, mentioned in some 850 or so episodes of Sound Opinions. We've never played them anyway, even though one member was coming off one of your
1: favorite bands of all time. That sounds intriguing. We're going to be back with that in a minute on Sound Opinions. We are back. Jim, what song are you going to add to the D.I.J.? Well, first got a preamble rant, Greg. I kind of hate Facebook. I really (laughs) do.
0: I like the idea that I can connect with different friends and groups, esoteric people from all different pursuits. My my military miniature pals, right, and show them pictures of their work in progress and, of course, the music world, right? But then there's also the creepiness of those posts where people are posting far-out conspiracy theories. And, like, I'll go to Jewel. I'll pick up something, decide I don't need it, and I go home, and there's an ad popping up for it on Facebook. How does that happen? That freaks me out, man, the metaverse. (laughs) But every once in a while, I read a post that reminds me of what this community can and should be. I'm thinking of a recent project by Steve Michener. Steve first entered my consciousness as a young fanzine writer. He was the 18-foot tall bass player for Dump Truck Mm -hmm, uh, in the day, and a fantastic bassist. He's doing this project, and you have to, like, join the group to get his post. He's doing Steve's Random Record Collection Countdown, Mm. which is a memoir in the form of a hundred reviews of albums he has loved throughout his life. I love that idea. You and I have both toyed with ideas like that. Mm -hmm. How do you tell your life story through records? I guess we do that Every week and <laughs> twice a week with the bonus uh, podcast. Anyway, Steve went from Dump Truck to another band briefly. And then finally to Big Dipper, who I have played several times on the show. The other band was, do you know, the one in the middle?
1: Uh, the Embarrassment.
0: No, no. Volcano Suns, And that's a group we haven't talked about yeah. much. Volcano Suns, after Mission of Burma, retired for some time because of hearing problems for Roger Miller. Then they came back for one of the greatest second acts in pop music history. But early on, Steve was playing with Peter Prescott in a version of Volcano Suns. Prescott being the drummer from Mission of Burma. And I think that Mission of Burma was so hugely influential. You know, didn't sell a million records. But everybody who heard what they were doing in the post-punk era, was impressed in the underground, to be sure. Their influence certainly came out in the wash in subsequent years. I think Volcano Suns didn't get much attention because Burma had been so big and so important. Even though in Volcano Suns, there were a couple of people who went on to other great things. Gary Wallach, you know, went on to Big Dipper. Michener went on to Big Dipper. Bob Weston, friend of the show, went on to Shellac. And then joining... Mission of Burma when it was on its second run. So Steve didn't appear on any of Volcano Sun's recordings. He left just before the first album, The Bright Orange Years, which came out in 1985. And I was just thinking, I was reading his post. He reminisces about bands he was in and tells where he was in his life in these posts of 100 Great Records. When he discovered the records, he was writing about, I'm sorry, it's true, here come the warm jets and taking Tiger Mountain by strategy by Brian Eno. <laughs> and how he got from there to Volcano Sun's, well, you should read his post, but you know, Volcano Suns I think was really tapping into that energy that Hoosker Du had mm-hmm. in that point. We'd hear it not long after from Mud Honey or Dinosaur Jr. Prescott, a fantastic drummer, the guitars, the noise, but with the melody underneath. So it was about time we played Volcano Suns on Sound Opinions. I'm gonna go with the first track on that first album. It's a killer, Jack, as in Jack of all trades, from the bright orange years.
1: by Volcano Suns. Man, Boston was such a fertile ground at that point. Teeming with great bands and a great music scene. Great choice, too, to bring up Volcano Suns. I have several of their records that I'm going to have to go back to and listen to now because you mentioned them. Yeah,
0: <laughs> it, it's worth the reconsideration. And also, I want to play The Neat someday, another great Boston band from that point. The Embarrassment yeah, was great, the, the Neighborhoods. neighborhoods. Yeah. yeah, man, that was a great period.
1: That is it for this bonus episode. If you've got thoughts on it, start a conversation in our Facebook group or leave a voice message on our website, soundopinions.org. Sound Opinions is produced by Andrew Gill, Alex Claiborne, our associate producer
0: Sol Delgadillo, and our intern, Mary Bernthal. Our social media consultant is Katie Cott. Thanks for listening.